1: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Game Time Decisions.
1: All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. I am Gabe Marenzi. Throwing it down with the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. It's the Tuesday edition of the program. Elimination Baseball. Uh, Tonight, the New York Yankees need to step up uh, with the win as uh, we're still wondering why we didn't take the underdog Boston Red Sox last night. Are we a day late and a dollar short tonight? Uh, Jumping on the Red Sox wagon this evening as the Red Sox are now plus 112. Although I think I probably got a little uh, better price, actually, uh, at the book here uh, than it would be elsewhere. At least, you know, you would be able to expect that. Or at least you would hope uh, for that to happen, the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. What's rolling, Cam? What's happening,
3: Marenzi? Yeah, bloodbath last night. I guess uh, our uh, Serpico special at six four Yankees. I guess we weren't
1: even close. Well, she never we promised. Even, she we never promised right hemisphere. She never promised the Yankees win. She said the over. No, she, like we asked her she, for the yeah, total, like, oh, and
3: good, she was good, right. Good. Yeah, I like the over too. I know. I'm just not laughing at myself too, thinking uh, the Yankees actually. I bet the over, but I bet the Yankees too. Stupid.
1: Yeah, yeah, in hindsight, I had buyer's, remorse. I had buyers uh, remorse early, too. Like, I sort of knew, yeah, we're screwed. Like, as soon as the Red Sox scored, I was thinking, what the hell? Why didn't I just take the Red Sox and it's this big plus price? And um, last night, the Washington Redskins, well, that didn't look too we, good either. No,
3: we, I'm like, okay, Cam, like, at the end, I woke up this morning, I said, let's think about all the dumb things you did yesterday, lots. You know, betting against Drew Brees on Drew Brees night? It's probably at you know, well, the top I, but-
1: I didn't realize it was going to be Drew Brees night in the fashion it was. I knew he was going for the record, but like <laughs> you said. That's the thing. <laughs> I think basically, family, it's basically the though, game. it's like I said earlier this morning on Carton and Friends. There's all, you know, everyone wants the Washington Redskins to change their name. Well, not everybody, actually, but some people do. And uh, at least they did for one night, as they were the Washington Generals. Uh, last <laughs> yeah, night exactly. they really did just play the part of the generals like they just were sort of there to get their ass handed to them by the by the saints great point. and you know drew Brees went up and down the field the bye week was absolutely killer that's the thing in the nfl none of these teams are that good but none of them are that bad so you never really know what you're going to get from them like watch the redskins will play well in their next game now yeah, for yeah, sure they would. It's like these teams yeah, that are definitely. terrible one week, they're good the next week. It's, it's pretty frustrating. There's no consistency in this league, but Saints are rolling along and uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Drew Breeze has kids camp. As uh, so ESPN's <laughs> very um, enthusiastic to let people know that.
3: Yeah, I love the kids jersey too with the with the masking tape, Breeze Jr. I'm like, yeah, you like, you couldn't get Breeze Jr. on the kids shirt and, like real like your you're what? Breeze Breeze wasn't good enough. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, Breeze Junior. Or if you want, even Breeze Junior. Like, just get the get the letters. Like, what? What? You're you're fretting over twenty bucks? You
1: put that's the, probably the, one uh, of those things. Tape, tape on the back. <laughs> that if we were on if we were on the Saints last night, it probably would have been not as over the top. But yeah, you know, it just made it worse being on the losing side. You're like, yeah, whatever, dude. He got the record. <laughs> it sure, it sure. Like could. I was I was thinking too right away. I'm a big Grinch, so when the record happened. And they started celebrating. I'm like, they better throw a flag for this. And yeah. they did. <laughs> they, I, they better throw a flag. <laughs> they actually like, did. I, of course they did, yes. They actually yes, did, they did. Because, yeah, it was like, come on, man. Like, Traquan Smith scored the touchdown. Great call by Dick Meyer. We actually won on DraftKings last night. But Nice. Um, you know, uh, Colin Drew last night won $175,000. That was that- off the – yeah, yeah, that's not – I know 70- – teams- no, seventy-two like, and one hundred five? No, no, it seems like it, a typo. I know that it's so much, and you're like, no, no, he won seventy-two thousand on Sunday. He won one hundred and seventy-five thousand last night. Oh my so, god! So, so he won so seventy-two thousand. Yes, he won seventy-two thousand dollars playing fantasy football on Sunday. On Sunday, and then last night he won one hundred and seventy-five thousand oh, yeah. dollars.
3: you better find this guy and rob him, or ask for the lottery numbers. What the hell's going on? That is that's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. It's, it's, you're telling me this guy's won 240K in the last 48 yeah. hours. And yeah.
1: you were sitting here like stooges. Well <laughs> I was happy I Screw breeds I was pretty impressed I won forty-four dollars on DraftKings hey, last hey, night. I'm, I'm actually getting this, Yeah, the the hey. it's actually increasing. I'm building this account up. I actually started with five and I'm up to forty-four, <laughs> which isn't easy to do on DraftKings. So I'm actually building this this sucker up. But, yeah, yeah, no kidding. I know we had him on this morning, and I told him, listen, I might be hitting you up for a loan soon, Drew. <coughs> <laughs> so, Seriously. Yeah, but you know what's crazy last night? It's all the damn tournaments you put it in camp. Like, he didn't, he had the same lineups pretty much, you know, wasn't that much different than our lineup. Like, he had Alex Smith, Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, Traquan Smith, and Chris Thompson. Ingram? And Ingram had
3: the touchdown. Yeah, Ingram. Yeah,
1: so that was the big thing. He didn't have Kamara, but Drew Dinkmeyer talked about it yesterday, and it was a good question when I asked him. He said, yeah, you can't, you don't play Kamara, you play Ingram tonight. Who would have thought that Ingram was going to dominate like that? And if you're a Kamara owner, that really sucked. Like, you know, basically, they just didn't give him the freaking ball. Like, that, it looks like the, the Kamara party's over. <laughs> just like that with yeah. Ingram being back.
3: I'm going to tell you, Gabe, too, also in that game, just – just at the start of the game, it, it just you you know. It's like what you talk about all the time. It's like I'm watching the game and I'm thinking, okay, Washington penalty. Norman did nothing. Okay, we'll move on. It's it's, it's the Saints are at home. Other one, guy guy in the Saints pushes uh pushes uh who was it? Uh yeah. I, forget, I forget who it was on the defensive line. He gets the penalty and so there's so you're telling me there's three drives where Washington would have got the ball back at the start. The game was handed to the Saints, like, once they went up early. Like, I even thought, you know, with the teasers and stuff, I said, tell my girlfriend, I go, there's no way these guys lose this game by 13 or under. Like, there's no way. Like, it's not happening. Go to the baseball game. We'll go do watch watch something. There's no way, Gabe. And you saw it, too. I get it. The Saints were a better team. They capitalized. They had a good night. But the referees didn't help Washington either. And, I, and that's the thing about the NFL. So It's some guy's party. And basically, the other team might as well be a ghost. They might as well show up, show not show up, or give them a loss because this happens all the time on nights where guys get you know some kind of award, respected, anything. It's like it's like the other team. Yeah, it was Drew Brees. These, night these like guys are shot. still professionals. They're still professionals, you know. So it's ridiculous. Anyway, Saints were a better team, but Washington got hosed on a lot of calls in that game. I'd be frustrated if I was them, but and I'm with you. I think they respond the next week. Love taking teams after getting embarrassed. They'll come back.
1: Adrian Peterson getting smoked early was a sign of things to come.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that hit. I thought he was. I can't believe he got up. Like when I when I saw that coming, you, and that's the one. I'm like, oh god, please don't throw it to him. Bam! You saw it too. I'm just like, oh my god. Like he, I, he's hobbling. But I, the fact that he got up, Morantzi. Like when you watch that, you're thinking, there's this guy might the season might be over here.
1: Well, people thought like, his, his career, career was over. Bad. Joe Feisman pretty- even tweeted, "Oh, I'm worried about Adrian Peterson." <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the whole, the whole, the whole thing was it was it was shit show. But eh, anyway, lesson learned. Don't uh, don't bet against uh, guys on uh, special nights. You said it too. I thought he was just going to go for the record after the play, maybe get the ball and worry about all this stuff later. I didn't know it was going to turn into a you know a separate show
1: with his well, family you know, you know what? and everything. It was just I actually like, wow. didn't mind it because I was actually thinking, you know what, this is actually. Um, This is going – you know, like when we talk about, like, opening night and banner nights, like championship nights? Like, basically, I was like, all right, good. They got the record out of the way. Drew Brees is hugging his kids. Everybody's dancing up and down on the sidelines. And there's still a lot of football left to be played. And you know what happened? A couple of minutes after it happened, that's when uh, the Saints fumbled the ball and then we scored the touchdown near the end of the half. So, like, we – you know – It's too bad like the half came because New Orleans did get distracted for a minute and Washington did score. But let's just be real. Then I'm an Alex Smith defender, but he didn't play all that well last night, even though he hit that prop over 267 and a half yards and the Washington wide receivers suck, man. None of them get open. It was just, you know, and Gruden didn't call a good game. I praise Gruden for, for, for always calling a good game. He really didn't. And I could tell early and it just did upset me, Cam. It's, there was no rhythm to their offense. No, there wasn't. And, That's and a great I understand way of putting it. Yeah, I understand like the, the the other team is gonna you know, they're trying to, to screw you up and they're trying to slow things down, but it was just weird. Like they would run the ball on first down and second down, and then it would be like third and three, and then they'd try a bomb. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like, get like the guys first it's like, down. It's like Christ, why didn't you try the, the bomb down. on second and three? Like why are you doing this now on third and three? Yeah, it was a couple of times. There was like a third and five And it was a big drive. Like, they were down by, like, 10 or whatever at the time. You're at midfield. It's third and five. It's a big play. Instead, they just sort of went for this bomb to Crowder. It was nowhere near being complete. Next thing you know, the Saints scored. It happened again after, where they actually moved the ball to about about midfield. And then suddenly, just on third down, it was just, you know, another like, let's just throw it 18 yards and see what happens. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, it's just, it was bad play calling. I don't know if it was the bye week that took him out of the routine or there's something that's just special about that stupid stadium, uh, the Superdome. But whatever it was, it was, and uh, it was ugly for us. We never had a hope.
3: No, we didn't have a hope in hell. And I've never seen Alex Smith, and, and the one thing I really like about Alex Smith is he's decisive. He telegraphed everything last night. And to your point, though, the receivers didn't help him either. They, didn't, they couldn't get separation. But on that pick, Morensi. The minute it left his hands, I go, pick six. Like, you saw the DB. He was right. Like he's looking going, thanks, man. I'm already breaking. Like, thank you for the ball. I'm going down the side. Like, it, it was a nightmare. Like, every, everything they did. And you said it. It's not like they were, were shitty the whole game or couldn't do it. They got chunks of yardage. The play calling on third down was pathetic and telegraphing of the passes. But, hey, we say, you say it's your line, brother. Let's not move on to the pass. We got the Eagles and Giants on uh, Thursday night, and hopefully uh, we'll get a winner there.
1: Yeah, so last night the football game was frustrating. But the thing is, it sucks, dude, when you have both two bets going on. There's two games going on, and it's both going bad. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I hate that, too. Like, you know, I I realized we were on the wrong side early, and I knew as soon as I, you know, I tapped out earlier on the uh, Yankee-Red Sox game. I realized there wasn't a chance we were coming back in that one. Uh, But uh, Aaron Boone and his decisions are being questioned here. And... uh, I'm gonna tell you, Cam. Like the the Yankees are very they're The Yankees by far are the most popular team uh, in this city. So it really is the case. Like I got I got on the ferry this morning, and uh, for, even for some reason, a girl on the ferry asked me, "Are the Yankees gonna win tonight?" I told her, "I don't think so." <laughs> and then it just sort of started. A, a <laughs> I was like, no, "I don't think so," but uh, yeah. Like I was in a McDonald's earlier this morning. Like the entire McDonald's is just like yelling about Aaron Boone. Like really yelling though, no. like you'd like. You'd think it was like a sports bar, Cam. Like at eight I at like night, it. not at McDonald's at eight in the morning. No. Like most you McDonald's, get, you, get... you can't sit there and drop <laughs> f bombs about Aaron Boone. Yes, but you can. yes. You can in Manhattan.
3: Like <laughs> real like loud, too. In Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are they gonna say? Oh, that John Gibbs. I'll tell you, those Blue Jays. They're like. Oh yeah, syrup, yeah. Can I have some more syrup for my McRittis. But No, no. It was like I'm mother right, f
1: you know? this and mother yeah. f that and <laughs> awesome. damn that Boone yeah, and damn the Yankees and. Other people, like, uh, other people were like, oh, it's not over yet. They're, they're going to win tonight. And other people are like, no, no, no. They don't have a hope in hell. And I got caught up in it yesterday. Just thinking, oh, home field. They got, you know, they won the last game. Yeah. And really, I should never have doubted Now, that, that, that was the big mistake. I mean, this guy. That just was my mistake, too. Thrilled was, last no, night. He, was,
3: he sure did. That was my mistake. I thought they'd get to him. Conversely, Gabe, uh, I'm just not going to quit on it just because it was disappointing last night. You know, it's not your night. You know, and then same thing. Like I got, I got the Detroit Red Wings at plus 180 in the final game, hoping for like a little bit of like sal- to salvage something. You know, a little bit of a smile. They lose in a shootout, and then I, you know, I just roll over. Of course, they do. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the night when you know it's not your night. It's not your night. But uh, anyway, I'm gonna, I- I'm going back to the Yankees tonight. I think C.C. Sabathia, no matter what happens. They get uh, probably three or four innings out of him. It's bullpen time. We'll see what happens. We can get. I think we can get to Porcello. I, I, I still believe. I still believe.
1: Who's dialing? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: I'm like, do I have a touchstone phone beside me? What's happening here? I I find it it kind of strange. You're calling for a pizza? You're calling for a pizza? Yeah,
1: no, I find it kind of strange that there's dialing (laughs) when neither of us are on a phone, so I don't really know. (laughs) Oh, hey Yang, what's that? What's that? Right, yeah, yeah. Well, we we should have known that Yang was behind us somehow. <laughs> yeah, we, we, that was
3: funny though. It was funny.
1: I heard it at first. Listen, I you know, at this point, Cam, I don't really, you know, I just sort of just going to uh, roll with the punches, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: I okay. hear a lot of I hear a
1: lot of weird things, Thanks. and uh, and I don't hear things and and all kinds of other things. Uh, and, yeah, we just we just do the show. I was just thinking about that, actually. Um, I'm like, man, if <laughs> people only knew the sound that I'm having, the things that I hear in my head. You know what it is, though? We sound really good. I've got this new system here. So it sounds really good over the air, but I can't really hear myself. So I hear yeah. you, you clearly. Yeah.
3: Are you at home? I'm going to yeah. tell you something. From what we've done at the shows, because I'm monitoring everything, the clearest shows are for you at your place. Even more so than the studio, which makes no sense to me. Like, I'm saying, like, you're right, though. Sometimes we hear, like, the... K- 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 oh, yeah,
0: like, the, yeah studio, some, the studio. The like, studio is a train Yeah, like, we're fighting
3: it. Yeah, I just, I'm like, wow, you're at home, man? I'm like, I feel like you're right beside me right now. It's, like, crystal clear, but...
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, we, it's technology. We have this, uh, pre, it's called the PreSonus box. It's actually really good. So, listen, Ooh. it sounds great over the air. I just can't really hear myself, but I know I'm here. So, it's just, it's very annoying, like anybody that does this knows you sort of kind of have to hear yourself. I guess I've got to get some sort of power amp or something like that on top yeah. of this, but whatever. That's my problem, not the listeners. Uh, <laughs> game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. We'll talk about the Yankee game more. Is Aaron Boone an idiot or is it just, uh, hey, they just got blown out? Cam has faith in CC Sabathia. Yeah. Game time decisions
2: <laughs> continues.
1: You know, um, it was Comic-Con in New York this past weekend, although it seems to be Comic-Con yeah. every weekend in New York. <laughs> the Walking Dead cast was there, including uh, in studio, Studio 34, on Sunday night. You had your Princess Leia's, your Stormtroopers, and uh, everything else yeah. in between. Now, listen, I'm not... Um, I'm not like the biggest Comic-Con expert or Marvel and DC no. guy and stuff like that, Cam. But yeah. I am aware that it's probably not a good idea to hire a guy to produce a movie that uh, just got fired for, um, for tweets uh, joking about sleeping with kids. And for some reason, I see that <laughs> the new Suicide Squad movie is going to be produced by this guy, James Gunn. Uh, James Gunn worked with Marvel, and he got canned because basically he's like a wannabe Woody Allen. Like he had like literally hundreds of tweets about joking about having sex with kids and stuff. Six. So, yeah, yeah. So, so Marvel was basically like, "Listen, you got to go." I guess he, he wrote Guardians of the Galaxy, which made them a lot of money. Yeah. So, but they they found his tweets, and you know he got political. So it was one of those deals where like people in politics found old tweets of his. He ends up getting fired, but now he's he's actually doing the new Suicide Suicide Squad movie. I'm not an investor at Marvel, but, yeah, you know, I don't think not this a is good the best idea. Yeah, it's not the best no, idea. I, I agree with you. That's a bad <laughs> this, business model. I just look That's at this. Uh, it's, this is the classic SMH, shaking my head. I'm like, I don't know what the hell yeah. you guys are thinking. <laughs> and this is why people think Hollywood is a cesspool of contamination and filth. Uh, but well nevertheless, let's bring in a big man on campus right now, SBR. You can see his videos over at sportsbookreview.com. You can get his picks over at Right Wager. Uh, dot @com Big man on campus. What's up, Big man? Hey guys, how are you? Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, I'm doing okay. Surviving, I, do, I guess. Yeah. Could do better. I mean, yeah. Could be better, could be worse. Yeah. It is it, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it is. I was on, other than me and Cam both being on the New York Yankees and Washington Redskins last night. It was great.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> as the Yankee fan, it wasn't very easy. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was ugly. I mean, I don't know what else to say. And yeah, neither game was particularly close. So at least you knew early guys. Yeah. 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 yeah good point. Um, big
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, we, we come back tonight and so you're, you're the Yankee fan here, uh, big man. I'm obviously in the middle of this, uh, right now, Aaron Boone is, um, is being called out for last night. And, there were some bad decisions that he made, there, without a doubt. Severino shouldn't have pitched in the fourth inning. I get it. I wouldn't have brought Lance Lynn in either. I would have went right to the bullpen. I'm never a fan of starting pitchers coming in in relief roles, though. I've, I've never been a big fan of that because they're just not used to it. Um, but when it's all said and done, the Red Sox weren't losing a game. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you could say, oh, well, Aaron Boone should have did this or put Green in and done that. Dude, the Red Sox weren't playing around last night. And... You know, maybe it wouldn't have been 16-1. it would have been seven one or something like that, eight one. It is what it is, it got away from them. But the the question is, and we got into it this morning. Corey Parson, who's a big Yankee fan, says Cam and Big Man, it doesn't matter whether you lose two one or 16-1. The next game it's it's you starting over. And I sort of yeah. I believe that in a regular season, but I do too. To I, me in the playoffs I, I, when you go back to back I tell you what, I think Boston are in a hell of a lot better mood right now in the room than the New York Yankees are. I'll put it that way. I'd rather be on Team Boston right now, like even mentally. And, you know, they're just like, man, we crushed them last night. Let's just finish it off tonight. It's, to me, I think it does matter that it was such a rout last night.
3: You know, Gabe, I usually, the thing about the route is, the loss is the loss, and, uh, the Yankees still have some good arms to go to in the bullpen. They got their main guys who can stretch out the game if CC doesn't do well, but I kind of like going back to a team that was embarrassed. I know regular season and playoffs are a little bit different, but I think getting your ass kicked like that is a it's an extreme motivator. And it's so it's it's embarrassing. It's also to your your most hated rival. I think the Yankees, honestly, losing like that, I think they're going to be motivated for this game. And I think we see five game series. I don't know what you think, big man, but sometimes getting your ass kicked could be that in that fashion could be a good thing. As crazy as that sounds.
4: Yeah, I I want to make this very, very real. And and I want to make sure people understand. I, I don't think the Yankees are going to win this series, but I do think they will extend it tonight. I really do. You look at the rest of this uh, sport, I mean, every other series is over. Uh, you also look at who's behind the plate tonight, and that's a major indicator of what's going to go on in this game. Andrew Hernandez uh, is one of the worst umps in the league. Um he's a, all time. He's a, yeah, he's a guy that I see he pitches well with. Uh, I think it really sets up for them to go back. And I think you're right, Cam. It does hurt Gabe. I mean, I think you make a point as well. You you never want to lose like that and get embarrassed on your home field. But, um, you know, I I think it is obviously a gigantic motivator. You lose this game, season's over. Uh, You you have a chance, at least if you win, you have a chance of, of a do or die up in Boston, see what happens. But, yeah, the Yankees, look, when you went to Lance Lynn, that, that was the first mistake after leaving Severino in. Lance Lynn has had a terrible season. He's been a terrible acquisition. He's just not a very good pitcher, frankly. And then that was really it from there. Um, they have to have better plate attempts as well. The plate at-bats were feeble. Um, there, there wasn't a ton, really, of offense going on. I mean, they only squared five hits. So it's not like the, you know, the hitting
1: was any better than the pitching. But you've got to get thing. going here. Yeah, that's the thing. It was a collective yeah. team effort and a team breakdown uh, and failure. And, I, you know, I get it. What, what the final score was yesterday is irrelevant. And we've, uh, we've often talked about this. and I've heard coaches and players often say there really is no me- momentum in the playoffs. You know, it's, it's a game-by-game thing, and each game is different. Yeah. You, know, you don't really buy the momentum. and You can make that argument, look, the, um, the Yankees won that game on Saturday night. So it comes down to CeCe Sabathia right now. You wouldn't. But, but Gabe, a a prime example in this game last night was the the
4: second inning, okay, where you give up a a really bad run. I mean, Severino really should have let the ball go. It's a tailor made easy out at first. Yeah. Get out of that inning. Then you look at the bottom of the second. They get the first guy on. There's a bang, bang play at first. You would have had runners on first and second, no outs. And after that inning, you kind of thought to yourself, it's just going to be one of those nights. I didn't think they'd lose sixteen to one, but you, you know, when you can't get those type of things to go your way in the playoffs, and, and look, Severino didn't really have it either, so you know that that kind of hurt itself. But you know, your momentum, like you know, I, I'll, I'll say what Corey said. I mean, at the end of the day, Gabe, this is a two-one series. No one cares that whether it was sixteen to one or two to one. It's still only one game. They're still only up two-one, and you're a live dog tonight.
1: But what you know, happens the number now, to though? Yeah, what happens now what happens now though is if Boston scores early then it's that old boy feeling, right? Sure. Yeah, that that's, that's, that's the thing. a good point. Where if like they come out and put another three spot up in the first inning, then it's compounded. <laughs> that is like oh god. This is this is last night all over again. Right? So, I do believe and normally I think it's overrated and you know, I hate to say it and I probably say it more than anyone. You know, I don't know how many times I've said it in these big games. Oh, whoever scores first is so important. It's such a cliche thing to say, but hey guys, there's been fifteen playoff baseball games. The team that has scored first has won thirteen of them. The it's only huge. team Yeah, the only team that did it is Cleveland twice. Cleveland scored first yeah. yesterday and Cleveland scored first over the weekend. And they lost both their damn games. So they're the only ones. It's thirteen and two. And you mentioned it, big man. Severino couldn't make the play. And it was similar. Me and Cam were on the air yesterday when, um, you know, the, the Indians oh, were in it. Trevor Bauer, Bauer turns a yeah, routine double base. play into Jones. a circus. They don't get any outs. The floodgates sure. open up after the fact. I've said this for years. Modern pitchers cannot field. And it's amazing, like, to me, how many times players just don't sort of bunt the ball and force a pitcher to make a play. It's a great point, Gabe. They can't Absolutely even make a regular no, no, play, it, Cam. You know, you let alone said, make it it a we- real play. They they have problems throwing
3: to first and second base, like media yeah. and you said it, Gabe. Not even like pitch like doing it on the run. You we used to watch guys when we were growing up, they had no they'd be on the run, go to second, go to first like every you said it, man. It's like the fundamentals. There's a real problem, big man, and I get how games have changed, but you know what? You still gotta be able to field and throw the ball. It's like the fundamentals are out the window.
4: And and that's why if you're a manager, you're a fan, you're a player, you get absolutely beside yourself when guys like Gary Sanchez don't run. Uh, balls out I mean you know, it, it, it's truly difficult nowadays pitchers throwing to first base you know players throwing from third to first it's difficult. but you look at this game and you ask yourself am I really making a bad bet by saying you know what I'm gonna make the Yankees beat me I'm getting 130 back with the Boston Red Sox a team that is probably the best team in the league um, why not just take the Red Sox here um, I put the pressure on the Yankees. I don't – look, I, I, Aaron Judge said he has no issue seeing CC Sabathia out there. I do. I, I, don't, want any, I don't want any part of CC Sabathia in this game. Do I think they win? Yeah, I, I think they'll find a way. Uh, but I don't think there's any value in taking the Yankees at this point. I mean, you're laying 140 on CC Sabathia against a team that murders the ball. Um, I think the only thing CeCe is working for him here is the situation and the fact that he does pitch pretty well with Andrew Hernandez behind the plate angel hernandez angel, is an idiot. angel
3: hernandez is suing major league baseball people should be suing him for 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 three to four outrageous outrageous yeah, mal- calls yeah. mal- he's wrong all the time and this guy thinks oh why am i why aren't i getting better gigs i don't know angel maybe well, every time we watch oh and, and you saw pedro martinez the guy said the guy, he, he he didn't he didn't uh st- he didn't step back he said this guy's the worst of all time like it's unbelievable he's still uh getting to manage or umpire baseball games. It's insane. his lawsuit.
1: His lawsuit's done, man. All they need to do is show last night's game. <laughs> exactly, Moretti. I mean, they're first- they're going to say if this guy's <laughs> claiming racism. They'll say he's lucky we never fired him. You know what I mean? I mean exactly. Not mean, nothing.
4: In the first 4 innings, he had 4 calls go to replay, replay and 3 were overturned. <laughs>
1: I mean, this I guy has. Yeah, but that's no the season average. That's yeah, the season average. Has pretty crazy. Yeah, the the average overturn rate at first base is sixty percent uh, this year. So yes, he's 75%. had. He's had eighteen. He's had eighteen reviews this year at first base, Angel Hernandez. And get this, he's been wrong on fourteen of them. fifty so, percent. Wow. No, no, seventy-eight percent. So he's only right. Yeah, he's only right twenty-two percent of the time. Twenty-two percent
4: of the time. <laughs> if, that's, if that's not an indication, but is
1: seventy-eight percent of the time he's been overturned. But, wow. But, but Gabe, if, if, if my job, was and like I make... said, the league average is sixty percent. So you so know, that, so when, we got so, so both, but it goes to show, like what when, when a team challenges, they usually think, all right, the guy's wrong. So there's that 10% window up to 60 But with Angel Hernandez, he's raw 78% of the time. But
4: why are sports any different from regular life? It seems like sports, like, they get all these chances. It's like, if this was regular life, he'd have been fired a long time ago. I mean, why are we putting up with this? This is the one of the, one of the biggest leagues in the world, and we have guys that are literally getting it right 22% of the time. I think if we didn't have replay, I mean, thank God we have replay.
1: Yeah, it's 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 bring in it's, the uh,
4: robots, bring in
3: the machines. Yeah, right. He's
1: man, he's gonna be a train wreck. I didn't realize he was behind old plate tonight. I thought I was thinking, yeah, was yeah but that, that
3: might be good for the Yankees. Uh, uh, Big man was saying, Him and uh, CC uh, have a good history, Gabe. And you no, know I never yeah, we've at these things before. Who's behind the plate? It's huge with Angel Hernandez, though. This is something you really have to think about. He actually, he actually, I mean, he actually the
4: umped the game, he actually umped the game for CC earlier this year against the Angels. CC went seven innings, gave up one run, and he's actually won three of his four starts uh, that, huh. that Angel's been behind the plate. So The he, problem he's got is, to... though,
1: CC Sabathia is only going to go like three innings tonight. Sure, like, sure. I I don't expect, Yeah, yep. I wouldn't expect CeCe Sabathia. Four, enough, four I think... or five tops, but you're right. Yeah, he'll yeah be, he's not going to do. If the Yankees get five out of him, like that's. That'll be impressive. And I swear, Cam, you and I talked about this the other day about how. Starting pitcher, you should go five innings at least. But in today's day and age, especially in the playoffs, yeah. they almost think you know what? If you can give us three, that's pretty good. You know, if we can get it's four out of for you, it's also different for CC Gabe. He's been around yeah, for guys, a hell of a long well, he's time. He's thirty-eight expect, years if he old. Gets,
3: exactly. If he gets four innings, I'd be going. You know what, CC? That's good. That's good on you tonight. I, th- but I think. But Gabe, yeah, like if you, yeah,
4: giving him this guy has been in, been in the league as an umpire since ninety-one. He's been on for twenty-seven years, and he's terrible. What what godforsaken <laughs> job on earth could you be at for twenty-seven years, and you're one of the worst at it? Amazing.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been screwing up for a long time. I remember years yeah. ago in Montreal, and I maybe Wiley Coyote's tuning in, but this is years <laughs> ago Vladimir Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero was trying to get forty and 40, 40 home runs and forty stolen bases, yes. and. At the time, like, it's still rare. Like, no one ever really does it. You know, it was basically Jose Canseco did it, and I think one other guy had done it at the time, and, like, baseball history type of thing. And he was already at the 40 stolen bases. He was at 41 or whatever. Like, he passed the stolen base mark, and the home run, it was, like, the last home game of the year for the Expos. And he smacked one, man, and it went over the wall. And somehow Angel Hernandez said it wasn't a home run, even though it was. And he screwed Vitor Guerrero like from the the history books of being forty for forty. It's unbelievable. Like the guy, the guy has screwed up people's records. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's a freaking train wreck. Uh, this guy, and you know there'll be controversy tonight uh, with the oh, yeah. behind hall plate. Oh,
4: and that's sure. what I was hoping to find. I was hoping to find like a prop on will someone get tossed in this game? I mean, there's got to be some bad blood. I don't know. Again, these two teams don't like each other. I mean, the fans don't like you know you, you know. The side. I mean, it, it could be a weird game, but I'm looking forward to seeing. Depends it on the score, wrong, big
1: man. Like you said, yeah. like if if, if, the, it's if tight, the if the game's out tight, of hand, will be yeah. If, yeah, if out of the hand, game's sure. out of hand and somebody strikes out and gets pissed off, yeah, yeah, somebody's gonna tell that off. <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> somebody's gonna say, you know what, you really suck, Angel. Like just on the way out, they won't care that they get kicked out. They you know
4: I got to ask you, and this is totally off topic, but I know you're a big UFC guy and I know you guys know a lot about this, but what I'm trying to understand is what exactly will Habib's father do to him when he gets home? I mean, I'm reading some of the quotes out of Dagestan that you're seeing from this guy. I've, I'm fascinated by this Habib. I've literally watched like all these documentaries on this guy. I think he's like the most fascinating person, like as far as him and what he's all about. I mean, yeah, have you guys have you thought about that game? Like his sanctions are going to be a lot worse when he gets home. I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, I think his father's going to slap him.
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like oh, I like think... old
1: school stuff that you do to your kid. Like you know, you used to get the wooden
3: spoon or the belt. It's going to sure, be something sure. like that. It'll be like a yeah, it'll be either a punch
1: think... or a slap. I I, agree I think with yeah, much. he'll get slapped across the face. Basically, I think uh, that's a good call. Uh, the father. I don't think the father's playing around. I'll tell you that. much. No, I don't either. Uh, I mean, as you stated, his father stated that uh, you know the severity of the punishment will be much worse for um, you know from anything the commission can actually do. This is
4: quite imba- I, at least as far as from I know, I, this is quite embarrassing. I, I'd imagine. I mean, this is something that's way against everything they believe in. Um, I I don't know how my own father would react if I pulled something like this. I, I wouldn't. My dad's told me before, if you ever get arrested, do not come to this house. Uh, well, and of i is, you, you
1: know. The thing is, big man, is that Khabib is basically like a killer, right? Sure. So but in the ring. Yes, but his father, yeah. and his father helped him, like, become this, like, become who he a, was. Sure. So sure. his father looks at it, it's almost like the Karate Kid stuff. Like I told you, you don't use your powers yeah. outside the ring, like, only yeah. for competition, yeah. right? And sure, sure. that's the thing. And basically, yeah, the father's pissed because he goes, there were women and children there. And it is sure. true. Yeah, like, Connor when he goes out there, that's a what mass of people Griffith, flowing around.
4: What if Bob Kraft gets hit or someone gets knocked out?
1: <laughs> well, that, you know, hey. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break here. Big man on campus with us. We've got a college football game tonight. True. True. All right, I got about uh, four Weehawken police uh, cars outside my window right now. Something's going on Uh out there.
5: Uh Troubles are brewing. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
1: Alright, we asked people on Twitter, who do you like tonight? Can the Yankees overcome last night's beatdown or will the Red Sox finish them off? we got over 325 votes. 55% say it's over. 45% say the Yankees will win. The game detective, got 427, says the Yankees will win the series, plus 350. Laurel uh, says uh, the Yankees are going to get destroyed with that soft-tossing CC on the bump. Portillo's <laughs> You know Porcello. Uh, well, he's a Cy Young Award winner from a couple of years ago. Uh, I mean, this
4: matchup was cool like seven years ago between these two. You know, <laughs> <laughs> big
1: man <laughs> Porcello bringing it, was, uh, Porcello. Well, when did Porcello win the Cy Young? Was it like two years ago? I feel
4: like it was like fourteen, maybe.
3: I think it's three or three years, or three or four years ago. But uh, that's fine. I
1: wonder Rick Porcello win the Cy Young. Sounds kind of crazy saying that he won a Cy Young, but I know he did.
4: I know (laughs) he did, it does. He's actually from that neck of the woods you're in, Gabe. He's not far from you, I don't think. 2016, he won the Cy Young? No way. Two
1: years ago, you're right. Yes. Good call. That's amazing. Wow. Good call, Marazzi. I I told you. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, but I couldn't believe that. He was that good. I can't remember that. Yeah, what what was he, like 22 and 9? Twenty-two and seven or something. It beat Pete Verlander ah. too. Yeah, it's big, big, big. Rick Rick was on fire. What was he last year?
2: <laughs>
1: uh bad. What was his record last year? Yeah. Did you see his stuff there, Cam?
4: Yeah, last, a look. Uh, last he year 20, he, had, he had twenty-two wins in sixteen. Yeah,
3: yeah, that twenty-two and four. Year. Yeah, he was twenty-two and four. Wow, wow this is amazing. The R.A., a little bit three three point one five. For The ERA with 22 and 4, though, and then 2017 he was 11 and 17 with an
1: ERA of 465, and then uh, 17 and this 7 year, with a 428. Yeah, he went back, he reverted back. Now, one thing we can tell you, uh, Porcello is only 29 years old, actually, he feels like he would be older. He's 29 years old, he's never recorded a postseason victory before. He's 0 and 3 with a 5.33 earned run average, 12 career appearances, and four starts. Uh, meanwhile, CC Sabathia. Hasn't pitched since September the 27th when he tossed five innings of uh, one-hit shutout baseball against the Tampa Bay Rays. The 38-year-old has uh, appeared in 23 playoff games, started 22 of them. He's 10-6 and with a 4.20 earned run average in the playoffs. He says that uh, he feels very comfortable in these situations and big games like this evening. And uh, tonight is as big as it gets. And how about that? Uh, How about Brock? Uh, it's Brocktober, Cam, and uh, Big Man. Was it Brock Holt, uh, <laughs> first guy, first Brock. guy ever to to get a um, a cycle in the playoffs, first postseason cycle in the history of baseball. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. He's not playing. Brock wow.
3: Holt, not playing. Wow. Holy jeez. uh That's interesting. First versus the
1: Brock. That's Brock Holt's had a great year too. Like he's been, he's been really solid. That's how oh, good yeah. the Reds. That's how good the Red Sox are. You get a cycle, or you sit the next day. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's amazing. That's uh, they can <laughs> hot that like that out. Wow. Let's
1: see Red Sox lineup.
4: That's uh, Benettendi, Martinez, Bogarts, Pierce, Nunez. I'm seeing Holt in the lineup. Seventh.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I see him in the okay, lineup. Okay. As, He's there. Uh, yeah. I I see. Uh, yeah, Yang. In, in the future, let uh, let us uh, break the uh, the breaking news. <laughs> yeah, we we love you, bro. We love you, but You know. But but let, then let I'm seeing us, people let, let, why let, 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 let us stick He
4: to might it. be right though. I'm seeing people saying why isn't Brock Holt in the lineup? That might be the wrong lineup. Because I'm seeing if you type Brock Holt in on Twitter, a lot of people saying he's
1: not in the lineup. Yeah, you know, we'll, we gotta we'll get, get to the bottom. bottom of this. Yeah, yeah, uh, it
3: says on that on that on Nesson on Nesson basically 20 minutes ago. It says Holt and Devers sit in Game Four, and they're the home of cool. the Boston
1: Bruins. And, no, it and so he like was right. Yang gave, is right after all. Gave a I oh, gave Apology yeah, yeah. accepted. Apology. He's, zing, yeah. zing. You yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he better hope that get he's one out of the line every once now. in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look. <laughs> it's the that was you, accepted. Brother, people are really, all over the place on this, but I'll go with Nesson. They they, they would know the most, right? Nesson. Well, the Red Yeah, right you now I hear. Here,
3: here's what I got, guys. Here's what we got off Netson, and this is 20 minutes ago. Betts, Benatendi, Pierce, Martinez, Bogarts, Kinsler, Nunez, Bradley Jr., Vasquez, Yankees. Hicks, Judge, Gregorius, Stanton, Voit, Walker, Sanchez, Torres, Gardner. So, yeah, I, I believe these guys. They're usually uh, on point.
1: A be move by them. We'll get the... Uh, That's Yankees confidence. Out. Gabe
3: said it. That's how good your damn team is. You're sitting a guy that hits for the cycle. Like, it's 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 unbelievable stuff. Somebody's ringing my doorbell right now. I just had, I had a sign. Like, no solicitors between 4 and 7 while I'm doing the show. I got a I got a politician in the local uh, election and some other turkey come out twice. Twice they came to my place yeah, yesterday. I, I had someone doing, doing the show. It, okay. like, that drives me nuts. I say, I, I go lady. Like, I, didn't you see the sign? We do a radio show from 4 to 7. Anyway, I hope they go away.
1: All right, so we got... Aaron Hicks returns to the well. At least you're not like Babano. and you just didn't like abandon your post and go answer. That's
3: what I hate, Gabe. I don't leave the post. You know that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta um, man the
1: post. Aaron Hicks returns to batting leadoff for Game Four tonight versus the Red Sox. Miguel <laughs> yep. uh, An- Anujar will sit, so uh, Anujar out of the lineup uh, here this evening. Aaron Hicks mm. will be batting a leadoff. Great. Um, Sounds exactly. Let's see. I like let's Hicks. I got
3: no problem with Hicks, big man. I th- uh, he, You know, he he was solid during the regular season. The, the Yankees just got like, to they, they just got step up, get some guys on base, and everything's going to be okay. I'm telling you, I, I'm with you. I think they win this game tonight. I know it's easy. I don't the see bad. how.
1: They get I don't out, see he, how, Cam. got four a, a bullpen game. game. I don't see how well, I got what'd you get? a bad number in this game. I got the Red Sox at plus 112, and I'm in New York. Like, how, oh, how the hell is this possible? Yeah, you said it. That's going on. Wow. The I early early in in the
3: 12. You did, Gabe, because now on our on our offshore books, I'm looking at three. I'm seeing plus one twenty two, one twenty and one twenty. 120 yeah, I got screwed. I got screwed. Yeah, you, it, it, it's a, it's the opposite. In New York, you don't even get you don't even get if you want the other team.
4: See, the Yankees, value you got to wait, <laughs> wait for that Yankee crowd to come in after work to bet it, you know, and, and then you yeah. well,
1: then Well, then again, yeah, though I, you like the Yankees, so. Yeah, no, but I don't I know I'm on the Red Sox tonight. So yeah, but I don't yeah. um, I don't know though. A lot of guys at the book today when I were there were betting the Red Sox. And I'm mm. sure you know there's gonna be a there'll be a comeback a little bit, but they crushed it yesterday at the book. Everybody took the Yankees. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> took good the Yankees. Point. I mean I think they closed at like one ninety yeah. or something like that. And, and, just and remember
3: Men you're you're telling me about the flyer? Kamara, we'll give you we'll give you 5 to whatever who gets the touchdown? Yeah. Ingram. I see. Yeah. They, 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 it looks so good on the menu. You know what I'm saying? They're like, "Wow, next we got all these sp- ex- next ex- all this. Like, yeah.
1: Next time a sports book puts up a special prop of the day, special, yeah. I think I'll pass. I I
3: agree. I think I'll, I think I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks for the extra vig. I I will pass.
1: Yeah, I got it. Yeah, that 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 was a sucker bet if I ever saw one. Oh man, they <laughs> right, that's so, the
3: best. And I love the guy with the flyers tumor. i hey, we got a special for you tonight at the book. That's awesome, man. That's
1: the best. okay. So um, we've got uh, we've got the updated lineups right now. Mookie Betts, Benatendi, Pierce, JD Martinez, yep. Bogarts, Kinsler. See, like this, we're all over the place. Like Nelson said, Kinsler wasn't playing. We just read this. Nesson just said Kinsler... No, sit. no, they had, you know, they had Kinsler, Gabe. They had Betts, Benatendi,
3: Pierce, Martinez, Bogarts, Kinsler, Nunez, no, Bradley, No, but I see Nesson Vazquez. tweeted
1: something out saying Ian Kinsler was going to sit. So, this I'm just saying, oh, this yeah. is this crap where all these media sources try to be first and get yeah, stuff out, yeah. and they don't get it right. Just get it right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, you got, you got to get wait it right. out. So, we're seeing Mookie, Betts, Benatendi, Pierce, Martinez, Bogarts, Kinsler, Nunez, Bradley, uh, Vasquez... Meanwhile, uh, for the Yankees, Aaron Hicks, Aaron Judge, Didi Gregorius, Stanton, Voigt, Walker, Sanchez, Torres, and Brett Gardner. Gardner, yeah, uh, man, Mookie yep. Betts is just so damn good. He sure is. Yeah, he's, he's to me, amazing. he's the best player on the field. So, um, so, uh, big man, uh, what's your prediction for tonight? You're saying the Yankees are going to win the game tonight, but they're going to lose the series.
4: Yeah, I think they're going to win tonight. I think we'll get that game five, and I, I, I do, I don't think they can go to Boston to win. I, I just have a bad feeling about it. You're going to get sale, and you know, who knows what? Listen, I just wanted a little fun. Can we just have? Let's just have a little fun here. Give me at least a game five. Yeah,
1: I think they win tonight. I'm going to go five three Yankees. It'll be interesting if the Yankees win. They play Thursday night. Uh, which of course would be head to head with the Eagles and uh, the Giants game, yes, which leads us exactly. into that, Big Man. So uh, your Eagles, you know, Super Bowl hangover is real. Here they are right now at two and three, but the Eagles are lucky because of the division that they play in sucks. So the Cowboys aren't doing anything. The Giants are a train wreck. The you know we saw Washington last night just Skins absolutely blew it up. yeah it like blowing out of the building. So. You know, even though Philadelphia have stumbled a bit, it's not the end of the world, really, for the Eagles, big man. They just need to get a couple of wins. I'm going to be going to the game, and it seems like every time I go to a football game, I'm on the wrong side of the game, and I really don't want to be on the wrong side of this game. I'm leaning with the Philadelphia Eagles right now, but I'm not overly confident, and I could be convinced to take the Giants. So what do you think of this game on Thursday?
4: Yeah. It's a bad spot. I hate, I hate road teams on Thursday night, but you know, both these teams are just a mess right now. I mean, what what are you really, what are you really going on? But I mean, it's not a terrible trip spot for the Eagles. I mean, it's really a train North. It's not, it's not difficult.
1: It's not a real road
5: game, Uh,
4: but, but, but the Eagles continue to have the same problems. You know, I was, I was down there on Sunday and you're not always able to see the same things you see when you're at the game. And I watched it after. I mean, Pass rush continues to be non-existent. Uh, the offensive line, for some reason, Lane Johnson and Peters look terrible. Uh, they, you know, they just will not run the football. Now, what do you do, Noah Jai? You're going to have to go out and make a move, but they're not going to play in this game. So, you know, you, you just don't have a lot of options right now. Carson Wentz has no time to throw the football. Um, th- this team just looks lost. I mean, they're not winning the games that they would have won last year. Uh, Trey Burton was a big loss. You don't have him to kind of help you out and bail you out when there's no one open. You know you don't have Mike Wallace. There's no top over the defense. Aguilar's struggling. This is just a bad football team right now. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm not looking at this team, and I'm not confident at all they can go on the road and win on Thursday night, but the Giants are a bigger mess to me. Um, they have no offensive line. Listen, let me tell you this. If the Eagles can't get a sack in this game or four or five, there's something wrong, and we should really worry because the Giants are an absolute mess on the offensive line. I worry about Barkley I worry about Odell, but Eli looks lost at it right now too.
1: Oh, Eli,
3: Eli has Gabe. Gabe, we talked about this you, on your show with blewett and Parson and uh, me with the boys in the afternoon. It's just, then these guys are all giant fans. Eli Manning. It's done. The NFL's like, it's not just slow. When Tom Brady can't move his feet, but he does the electric slide. He steps up in the pocket and does a slide. he's he's cohesive he and alert and, and he makes those small little moves despite not having great foot speed. Eli Manning is a train wreck. The Giants have to go out. They needed to go get a veteran quarterback or whatever. And now you have Beckham and Barkley. If you you know, and they're, they're talking what, an extra year with this guy? That's just wasting that the superstars that you have. Like you're in that market now, Morancy. Like enough is enough. I know you want a couple Super Bowls, but it's been a slice, Eli. It's
1: time to go. It has been, but he's got such great weapons to work with. So that's why yeah. you still get suckered in to potentially bet on them because Odell's going to get open. Now Shepard's getting frustrated. Everyone's getting it, frustrated. Of course, yeah. Odell finally said something and basically uh, did an interview. I don't know why he's hanging out with Lil Wayne and doing interviews on the NFL Network. But, of course, he threw Eli under the bus and he said, well, they said, <laughs> is, is it the quarterback's fault that you guys are struggling? He said, I don't know. You know, which was basically, yes. Yes. And then <laughs> his his best line was, he goes, I mean, I like catching short passes from and everything, but <laughs> like, <laughs> he's basically saying that he, like, can't throw the ball, right? And, ball, yeah. But, yeah, and he admitted the place break down. All right, big man, so before we get you out of here right now, there's a college football game as well here tonight, and I get it. App State's been blowing people out, but I don't understand the line on this game. I kept looking to see if Justice Hanson was out. He's not. Um You know, I I get it. App State are a good football team, but up to 11 points right now at Arkansas State. What's your take on this game? Yeah, I like
4: I like App State here. I, I just cannot bet Ark State against a team that can run the football effectively. Arkansas State are terrible against the run. They're one of the worst teams in the country. And over the last two games are giving up over six hundred and fifty yards in the ground. I, I haven't been impressed with Ark State a whole lot. They've been disappointing. Thought they'd be better this year. Uh they only scored about twenty six points a game, which is almost a little over half of what App State scored. This is a team that ran with Penn State at home. This is a team that plays terrific defense, 14th in the country uh, in total defense or uh, run uh, pass defense. Great in total defense as well. I think the line, uh, unfortunately, I think it's it's telling you to maybe take Ark State at home. It's, it's a game that they can't lose. They're at home. Uh, maybe you can get back into the swing of things here in this conference. I think App State is the best team, and I don't think it's close in this conference. I think they're a team off a of bye that I want generally as well. They have a great coach, and they're a guy, a guy named Scott Satterfield that generally has this team prepared. They've covered six in a row off a of bye. They've had some time to prepare for this Arc State offense. Um, both teams are off byes. But I like the way uh, Scott Satterfield kind of has this team generally ready in these kind of games. I think they go on the road, and I think they win by two-plus touchdowns. I do not want Arc State because they cannot stop the run.
1: Big man on campus. Uh, you can find him over at uh, rightwager.com. That's rightwager.com, as well as see his videos over at sportsbookreview.com's YouTube page. Uh, Big man, thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us.
4: Yeah, I wanted to tell you quick, Gabe, uh, your boy Babano had a killer weekend. We won 8-0 in college football this weekend between the three of us. So uh, uh, we're, we're hoping we're hoping to keep it going. But Babano was, I think, 4-0 in college. He killed it. Uh, y- your boy there, he's... Uh, he, you know, I saw he was at Oktoberfest this week. And I said, what oh, were we at Soup Fest? He goes, no, oh, I was at Oktoberfest. He loves those fests, doesn't he? <laughs> Soup Fest, yeah, he does. He,
3: well, he likes to go to a place, get wasted, where there's a lot of chicks. Uh, big man, it's kind of, you know, Soup Fest, Oktoberfest. Yeah.
1: He's a real wild He's a real wild and crazy yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a real wild <laughs> man. <laughs> wild <laughs> thank and guys. crazy guy. Thank, thank you. Always love talking to you guys. Talk to you next week. All right, love you, big, big man. On, Take care. Big man on campus. <laughs> Babano, hitting winners with. and going to
3: Oktoberfest. Bratwurst and Beers, Marenzi. What a life.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, every day's Oktoberfest for you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you about wow. You do beer? you really need Ooh. like yeah. Ooh, like, yeah, really need, need. I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what do you think about
1: Ark State? I almost wanna to want to pull the trigger with that. You, you hey, want, eleven point home dogs, Gabe. Eleven points. You want you want Oktoberfest, just go to Cam's Kitchen. Yeah. There's this Oktoberfest <laughs> every day
3: yeah that's right I got got leftover turkeys and hams yeah you want it's a like cold one like, I'm your
1: guy come on over for like, a beer it's like oh it's 420 yeah whatever it's 420 every day
3: every um, day
1: I, I like Arkansas State tonight I'm taking the home dog I think I'm with you Marenzi but it's pretty clear everybody is on App State that's why this number keeps climbing Yep. game time decisions Red Heat and Rage Radio Fantasy Sports Radio
5: Network
1: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Game Time Decisions.
1: Game Time Decisions. Ready to rage radio. I am Gabriel Brancy, Camp Stewart. Thanks to Big Man on Campus uh, for joining us. So uh, we've got uh, baseball, we got a college football game on the board here tonight, and we got a full slate of hockey as well. Well, not full slate, hockey. but six games. I'm working yep. on a hockey lineup right now as we speak.
3: Yeah, I got a hockey uh, lineup for you, Marenti. I put one uh, together. I might put another one together too. Should be, a, should be a big night tonight. A lot, lot of uh, t- high totals tonight. High totals in the games. Take a look. All six, six, six is across the board and a six and a half. Like, it's crazy. Like, you, there's no, like, five, I was looking at the, for the five and a halves. I'm like, you kidding me? Col- Col- Colorado Columbus, six. Sh- SJ Sharkey Flyers, six. Vancouver, Carolina, six. Calgary, Nashville, six. Leaf six and a half. Like, six and a halves, like. A lot of uh, crazy, crazy high sport scoring games are expected. So maybe on the salami, uh, lots of they're thinking over on the salami tonight.
1: Well, it's interesting that you brought up uh, S.J. Sharkey and the uh, the Philadelphia Flyers because tonight's the Flyers' first home game, and uh, Gritty makes his debut tonight. Oh, nice, Gritty. <laughs> Well, he makes his regular season <laughs> debut. Like tonight's the yeah, yeah exactly. So it's yeah, it's a home opener. It's like the Rio. on home
3: ice, great yeah. He shows the hometown fans, hey everybody, it's gritty. Yeah, yeah something I didn't awesome. know about
1: gritty. I just I, I learned today that uh, gritty's actually seven feet tall. Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, gritty. Gritty is seven feet tall. <laughs> He's seven feet tall. I told you those skates looked like they look like really weird. Like they're
3: really huge and big. So I guess he gets a few extra inches there. And what do they do? Because he's got to be able to skate. Like, what do they do? Do they prop him up or put something on, on top of his head to make him bigger too? Cause he can't be seven feet tall as a man. Yeah. As I don't a know. Maybe they got
1: it. Was d- that one of the prerequisites? Yeah. I mean, is this going to be like the band kiss? <laughs> is it going to be like the bad kiss? Or like where, like we don't get to see, we don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, well, I want to know what, what, what's, uh, who is, like, it's to the point now where I think we need to know who is gritty, but it'll be like Kiss, where you, you don't see behind the makeup. I like that.
3: Or, I, I got to be honest with you. It's a good, yeah, yeah, good, great point. I, I, I agree with, uh, what they're doing. I think gritty should be a, a mystery. You know, maybe that's part of the deal. When they signed gritty, you said he was having problems, like, being a real pure skater. Maybe they told, uh, tall, gritty. It's like, listen, buddy, here's the deal. You're the new mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers, but that's it. In your contract, you can't tell people that. That'd be hard to keep that secret. If I was gritty, I'd want to tell my friends.
1: Well, who's, you know, who's Carlton the Bear? We don't know. Do you know?
3: No, I don't know who that is.
1: I have no idea. I'll tell you what, actually, (laughs) I know who Yuppie is. You do? Yeah, like it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like People knew who he was in in, in in the stadium at the time. It wasn't a secret. And, yep. um, now I think Yuppie is actually a wrestler. He's like a local Montreal wrestler who is also UP. Like Yuppie, UP isn't. Yeah. Like Yuppie has been a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not like it's been one guy in that UP outfit for the last 30 years. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they take, like, the I, don't yeah, like, they maybe, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like the Philly yeah. fanatic. I, I don't know. Like, uh. It's sort of like the Simpsons with the Capital City goofball. You know, and he needs a couple of innings off every night. And Homer comes out. Damn! Remember Dancing Homer?
3: That's right, Dancing Homer.
1: Dancing Homer got ripped. Oh. This this, this might pass in, in the sticks, but this is Capital City. The city. <laughs> hey, it's, I got but, a story here, Maranci. I'm, see, I'm hearing some stuff. It
3: says, Battle of the NHL Mascots, when SG Sharkey out gritty says the NHL's biggest star will wear a Philadelphia Flyers jersey but won't suit up against the Sharks on Tuesday because it's a mascot. We're talking about Gritty, the Googly-eyed Flyers mascot that went viral almost start. immediately after yeah yeah oh yeah this guy you said it man this guy is just really it's it's happening. I think SJ Sharkey's getting a little bit pissed off that uh, Gritty's is uh, SJ Sharkey going all the the game off. tonight. Uh he should for, be from, there. that's one I'm I'm trying to read uh, if SJ, I think maybe SJ Sharkey makes the trip because <laughs> that would be great.
1: That would be great. <laughs> no, no. You know, well, you know, the Flyers actually already played the Sharks earlier this year. They played in the first game of the year, I believe.
3: They really? Because I remember, uh, I know the, uh, yeah, did they? Because I thought the Flyers played, I know yeah. they played Vegas. Remember? They played yeah, they Vegas run the West Coast. Play, they already played, oh, my God, really? That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, so they probably saw S.J. Sharkey there.
1: Yeah, here it is. One, gritty, uh, S.J. Sharky out gritty gritty, yeah, right? Uh yeah. I'm reading it, trying to see what's going on here. Like, what did SJ Sharky do to Gritty? I don't know. All right, so uh, Gritty fell before a preseason game and then Channel Kim Kardashian appearances on Good Morning America. The Tonight Show followed suit. <laughs> so did Bits during uh, Gritty stand-ins on uh, Last Week Tonight and on Conan O'Brien. Now Gritty, <laughs> more or like some people running an anonymous Twitter account, have said his uh, is terrifying eyes, see the Sharky, the Shark, defeat the shark. Um, yeah, so basically Gritty's just talking smack to S.J. Sharkey. Yeah, he's talking sh- smack to S.J. Sharkey.
3: Okay, I see what's going on
1: here. <laughs> Come on, Gritty, leave S.J. Sharkey out of it.
3: I, 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 Actually, I hate to say it, I don't care if it's Gritty's opener, I like S.J. Sharkey tonight. After losing to the Islanders like that, that's the type of game uh, S.J. Sharkey comes back to Gritty, real Gritty's angry. up
1: to, Gritty had 45,000 Twitter followers like at the end of the day type of thing. When he came out, he's up to one hundred and twenty seven thousand now and they're working hard. Like the the social media account of the Philadelphia Flyers is working hard. Oh, here he you know is. What? Yeah, Did here's you... if you go to Gritty's Twitter cam, he's yeah, he's he's trashing a bunch of shark like stuffed sharks. <laughs> 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 you no, know well, the he
3: craziest is. thing is, Marenzi, he didn't, is they didn't play San Jose. They, they played, they, you're right, they on the West Coast trip, they went to Anaheim. They lost 5-2. to two. Oh, they didn't play Then they San played Jose. the Kings. Yeah, no, they didn't. They missed San Jose on the trip. They went they went Anaheim, L.A., and then they went to Long Island yesterday, and then Philadelphia tonight. So, yeah, this is the first time they meet me. That would be nice if S.J. Sharkey came out and those guys actually gotten, like, a mask. Yeah, no, there's a video here
1: cool. where Gritty is actually at an aquarium, and he's messing with a shark. Like, there's all these kids there. Like, Gritty is throwing things at a shark. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Gritty's, like, taking this. Uh, Gritty's into this. Like I said, Gritty's uh, Gritty's doing a great job. The Flyers. <laughs> um... You're right. Look. <laughs> he takes all the shark
3: plush toys and throws it. A... Oh, yeah. He's, he's stomping on him with the skates. Oh, yeah. So here's, you said here's it, man. He's Wally really Coyote. doing a great job.
1: Wiley Coyote's getting offended. Too much love for Gritty. Just sent me a picture of Yuppie. Yuppie in his bath yeah. in his in, in his nightgown, the best. Here's Tommy sort of oh, kicking yeah. him out. He says, "Yo, man, Yuppie was born Yuppie. not sure what you're talking about." Yeah, Up was born Yuppie, but I'm telling you, it's not the same guy. And like a lot of mascots, I believe. And you know, we got to get Mitch Melnick on, and he's a good Yuppie historian, actually. Much talk to a host. And um, I pretty sure, Cam, one of the Yuppies <laughs> got let go yeah. because he was a little uh, he was a little <laughs> touchy-feely. Touch- uh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, he's a little grabby with and with, that's the not ladies, cool. with the ladies. With the ladies, like basically, I think the dude in the yeah. UP suit was basically asking for chicks' numbers and stuff. Yeah, that's right like, As a mascot, so I think, you can't use. I think they told him to chill. Like you know what I mean? But he did it, and because I remember that was sort of the thing. Like they, that was sort of the thing in Montreal. They were like, yeah, yeah, like UP UP had a little problem there. You know what I mean? UP was <laughs> you you. And another thing is too like. When, when I was a kid, too, I noticed it. Like, UP would, like, blow off kids to go, like, see the hot chick. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so like, UP, UP would do the little token high five. Yeah, yeah, kids. <laughs> but he would go over. Hey, look at the girl over here. And he'd go sit on the girl's lap. And uh, I'd like to know, though. I want to confirm it. Um, there's been a lot of mascot. Uh, I'd like to know mascot controversies. That'd be a great book. <laughs> You're right, though, because just because you wear the
3: outfits, a lot of the time you think you can get away with stuff that regular human beings can't get away with. You right? can you And can. We've, seen, we've seen it. Yeah, well, you can't. But we've seen
1: it firsthand. Look at yeah. Clam Chowder. Clam Chowder has all kinds of people coming up, hot girls, and hugging him when he's in that outfit. Yeah. They're not going to do it yeah, if he's it's not true. in the
3: outfit. Yeah, fair enough, Gabe. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying the word like you cross the line.
1: Basically, no, but basically a mascot outfit is a license to grope. Like that's you know that's that's basically it really the gist is it. it is. But
3: you're right though. Like your you your priority number one is stuff. for the kids though. When you hire them, like you got to be. You can't be blowing off children and, and shots with families to, to, to try to grope chicks. That's not cool in the in the mascot world. I think the employer uh, doesn't like that too much.
1: This picture of UP is just too good. It, I, no, I want to get it framed. Like I just I, it's so it awesome. Like somehow <laughs> like amazing. UP emotes um, emotions too. Eh? Like it somehow like. He looks sad as he's getting kicked out of the game. And it's great, too. He had a pillow, and he threw his pillow. <laughs> stuff. It's so, yeah. See, that's what we're talking about,
3: basically. And you talked about fundamentals and stuff like that, right? It's like, you be what kind of mascot would have the hindsight to think, wow, this is a late game and extra innings. I'm going to put on a nightgown and hat and a pillow and sleep. Like, you know what I mean? And have the alarm clock. Oh, it's time for work in the morning. Like, that's that's." That is thinking and being the best you can be at the job. And uh, that, UP, yeah, you, you you should almost get a and job in life for just being so good.
1: And, of course, Tommy Lasorda has to, uh, Tommy Lasorda actually gets him kicked out of the game.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, what's up with Lasorda? Like, he's pretty angry. Like, the guy's just, uh, he's, it's actually part of, it's good for Yuppie's uh, act, though, right? To actually, like, to get Lasorda that frustrated and pissed that he actually, like, kicks in a match. Well, he was also It'll banging be... on top
1: of the dugout, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. U P was odd. sleeping in. It's like metal. It used to make a lot of noise and stuff. UP knew what he was doing. <laughs> UP knew that it was disturbing <laughs> the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jeff Williams says uh, Jeff Williams says he's enjoying the mascot content. Uh, oh, the I San love Diego mascots. Chicken. Here's a good one. San Diego chicken looking for Angel Hernandez. <laughs> it's great. Here's a picture of the San Diego Chicken, and he's got like the eye test with the letters. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love that too. Yeah, no new mascots. Like at
3: least Gritty, like he's he 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 he's out of the gates hot. I like that, you know. He's not just uh, doing it. He's not just walking you, around the arena.
1: Gritty's working twelve-hour days. Like Gritty's like you know they're Gritty's online all the time. They got Gritty like at an aquarium, bothering sharks. They got Gritty on all the talk shows. Gritty's everywhere. Like, they're working this dude hard. How much money yeah, do you good. think Gritty makes? Probably not a lot. No, probably not that much,
3: but uh, once you start to get on these shows and all the things that are happening, um, there's got to be yeah, some he, kind of
1: perks, I, I, I believe, Gabe, don't you think? Yeah, but no, the perk is he got to go to the show and stuff like that, but yeah. he's probably making I like should. 20 bucks an hour or something.
3: I think more than that, but anyway, let's see. How much does Gritty make? Uh, I don't think I can answer this question. On no, the I don't think they're whatever, gonna put.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would no. be nice. Right. To you know, know. How about this? Twenty how bucks. Yeah, he
3: makes more than twenty. 20 bucks an hour. Now I, I think he makes more.
1: All right. How about this? How much do mascots make? I'm punching it. How much money?
3: Yeah. How much money do mascots make? I would think some right. make more than others, but yeah, we'll get. Says so mascots we'll generally an make
1: anywhere from twenty-five thousand dollars a year to sixty thousand. So twenty five thousand in the minor, sixty thousand. Now this is from the Star Tribune yeah. in Minneapolis, and I don't know if you remember this, but remember when that guy? Remember you, we talked about this years ago. Remember, like the the Viking guy in Minnesota? Got yeah, yeah, he's. Getting, wanted, I, I see the story you're on. He, he's the original he, Minnesota he, Viking. Yeah, but he Ragnar. was way unreasonable. Remember, he wanted like a quarter of a million dollars in season tickets for life. And the Vikings were like, dude, like, you're just a guy with a beard that's on a motorcycle. You're lucky we even let you on the field. Yeah. And, you know, it was crazy, right? Like, Ragnar split in disgust because he didn't get, like, a massive payday. So, yeah, they're saying that, like, a minor league mascot makes $25,000 a year and a pro mascot makes in the 60 range. Yep. I doubt Gritty's making 60. Yeah, because he's new. You're right. He probably has to pay his dues for a while. Because you're not working probably all year round. Out. He's new now, right? He's probably making about 40K. forty k.
3: Forty. I'm thinking forty five, fifty k. Yeah. is yeah, a lot for somebody to do that. You're right about Ragnar though. Like, dude, it's like it's just you could look. I, I could go down to the bar and find some guy who looks like Ragnar <laughs> and put and put him in a, in a in a pelt of fur, and he can chase Jay Cutler around after an interception, right? Like that's what he does. Like, right, so Ragnar, you said it, Marezi. He walked way too much.
1: Get this. Ragnar was making fifteen hundred dollars a game. What he was getting? He was making fifteen hundred a game. See, I told and, you to get. Pre- that's pretty good. And, and he was getting free tickets. And he Come had free tickets. On. Get this. He wanted twenty thousand dollars a game. Dollars a game. So basically, they were stating there were ten games in a year. In a year, he made uh, he made fifteen thousand dollars. So that's that's okay. So it sounds like a lot, whatever, you know, fifteen hundred game. But it was for the year. So Ragnar came to every home game, did his thing before the game, and every preseason game they gave him fifteen thousand dollars for the year and a couple of tickets to 15,
3: the game. Fifteen fifteen hundred dollars for ten home games is good. Like when you go to the, I understand you obviously, and it gives you time He's to make it as job. much as the referees are. F- yeah, fifty. Like I did not know. I Seriously, thought Ragnar, the refs don't like, make that much. Would money make about money. five. I thought five hundred. I thought I thought you know what? You make about five hundred to six hundred. Sounds like a really good day. You get to watch an NFL game. Yeah, but this guy up
1: in fur pelts. This is the classic, classic. fight, fight the hands that feel it feeds you because yeah. he's overpaid to begin with. Like he's lucky he had yeah. that job in the first place. Yeah, right. Fifteen hundred. Uh, <laughs> all right, I want to see. Wow, well, Ragnar's
3: greedy. He's a greedy guy.
1: All right, who is the highest-paid mascot? Wow, here it is. This is pretty cool. Rocky, <laughs> the mascot for the Denver Nuggets, is really? estimated to be one of the highest-paid mascots of any sport, taking home a six-figure salary. Wow. Wow.
3: Rocky's pretty good, though. He, I like Rocky, too. I like Rocky. Yeah, it says another article that like you see here the starting salary like if you're a new NBA mascot between 40, 40 and 45 annually
1: 200 a game. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. So that's that's yeah. what I was saying about green. Ragnar. Ragnar was doing well. Yeah. Ragnar's <laughs> an idiot. Anytime decisions continues. Would you be a mascot? Would you be a pro sports mascot for $50,000 a year? If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the prop builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget about having to create multiple lineups, ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new count using promo code FNTSY, you can receive a 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign up, and choose the matchups using the Prop Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. So uh, six, 60K, that's that's probably like the top end. Um. Craig Martin says also mascots have promotional um, commitments, local commercials yep. and showings. I'm sure that's True. part of their increased salary. No, no, that's part of the salary. Like that's that's part of the deal. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's your job. So like when the Flyers are on the road and they're not playing, Gritty's still working.
3: Yep. But Gritty's gone. Yeah, you might have to go school. to a kids' hospital yeah. or go to a business or something like that. Something like a a, a promotional exactly. partner of the Flyers. Gritty's got to show up with like the other
1: with the other guys in the yeah. Organization but like when Gritty. There. When Gritty goes from, like, Philly to New York to do, like, the Conan O'Brien show or something, he's not getting extra money for it. They're paying for him to go and stuff, but you know what I mean? He's gritty. Like, that's that's part of the deal. Like, that's, like you said, that's that's part of the commitment. Um, Jose Villagas tells me, uh, Rainbow Guy is the best guy ever. Look up the story. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm the one that told everyone the story a couple of weeks ago. And uh, constantly about rainbow men. I like when people are telling me. I look. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. Yeah, but I think this guy. Yeah, I swear to God, he was yeah. in the chat when I told the story about Rainbow yeah. Man. But yeah, I know. I know Jose. Uh, so, uh, do you know Rainbow yeah. Man, Cam? Rainbow Man. He was with Rainbow uh... Man. So basically, he was a dude. He was in the uh, he was in the late seventies, and then NBA? into the early eighties. And uh, no, he was like he was a super no. fan. Okay. He was a super fan, but he had like an afro, rainbow wig afro. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. But he had like yep. Jesus saves and John three sixteen. Oh. Okay. All right. But um, he like he positioned himself like he like the networks really hated the guy. Like he at first it was funny. Hey, there's Rainbow Man. But then Rainbow Man like sort of became obsessive. And and he got in every shot and stuff. And the dude was insane. Now it's it's a great story actually. So um yeah, Rainbow Man was a man, it was an Amer he was a fixture in American sports culture, best known for wearing a rainbow colored Afro style wig and later holding up signs saying John three sixteen at sporting events. He he is now serving three life sentences in a California prison after being convicted of multiple kidnapping charges. Um Uh, He was a born-again Christian who was determined to get the message out via television. His first appearance was at the 1977 NBA Finals. By the time the 1979 All-Star Game, uh, broadcasters actively tried to avoid showing him. He appeared behind NFL goalposts, near Olympic medal stands, even at Augusta National Golf Club. Um, At the 1982 Indianapolis 500, he was behind the pits of race winner uh, Gordon, uh, Gordon Johncock. Stewart was strategically positioned himself for key shots. Stewart's fame led to a Budweiser beer commercial and a Saturday Night Live parody sketch where he was portrayed by Christopher Walken. Stewart was then uh, briefly jailed by Moscow police in 1980 at the Olympics. (laughs) Uh, It was then that he began a a string of stink bomb attacks. Uh, Targets included the Robert Schellers Crystal Cathedral, the Orange County Register, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, and a Christian bookstore. Um, He also attempted to attack the American Music Awards to show that the public thinks that uh, God thinks this stinks. Uh, He he was then arrested in a standoff at a California hotel in which he entered a vacant uh, room with two men. He was attempting to kidnap and surprised a maid who locked herself in a bathroom. He believed that the rapture was due to arrive in six days. During the standoff, he threatened to shoot down an airplane outside of LAX. And he covered the hotel room with John 316 placards. He's now serving three consecutive life print, uh, prison sentences. Um, this is the best part to him. So he was married four times, most notably to Margaret Hawkridge. The two met at a church uh, church in Virginia in 1984. They began traveling the country together. While on the road, they married in St. Louis in 1986 during the World Series. Hawkridge said that Stewart then tried to choke her for standing in the wrong spot with the John 316 sign at the World Series. Wow. <laughs> rainbow man yeah his name is Roland Seward looks like my uncle yeah you guys related
3: I know uh, yeah, no, no, I just looked at the picture looks scary, like s- say yeah name, he kind of looks like him nice nah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of Stewarts <laughs> out there but yeah I don't like the fact that he's doing three life sentences rock and roll rainbow man Roland
1: Stewart rock it's probably a Who good good guy? thing that wow. he is doing three life sentences He's not. he's a kid yeah uh, he like See Rainbow what I'm talking man, about,
3: Marenzi? Why I Rainbow get problems man at the Masters airport? It's golf. turkey. It's like turkeys like this. <laughs> right? There's another, yeah, Roland Stewart. He's doing three life sentences. Okay, uh, thanks.
1: It's, it's, it's not on YouTube here and him doing it at the Augusta. Rainbow Man, Augusta. What, what a story, memory,
3: man. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Let me look on YouTube here. Just Rainbow Man. Rainbow Man.
3: Uh, ESPN. So he was just, a, he, he, he's just regular fan, but he just, you know, he picked it. And so, so yeah, so he, so he got hot cause he was at all sorts of events and stuff. And then, uh, then
1: religion came in, uh, guns ablaze. Yeah, uh, the religion the was, was always there. Yeah. There's like I said, ESPN did a 30 for 30 on him. Here's really? a, uh, oh yeah. See, I'm going to, I'll do the video. Here's the pictures of them. it's great. Like. He's pretty much like a fixture of my childhood, and he actually does look like someone who would be related to you. Like Cam, I swear to God, like yeah, I think this guy might be like you might be in the tree somewhere here, you and Rainbow <laughs> Man.
3: It's actually crazy. Like he looks like, uh, yeah, he kind of looks like my like my 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 father had a beard, but that's okay, yeah, he's he's kind of yeah, he there, looks very similar no- to my dad's brother.
1: There's no, there's no. Uh, oh, here he is! It's gold. He's at Augusta with his <laughs> the legend. <laughs> yeah, so he's pretty much like a fixture of mine. Like when I was a kid, of all uh, like sporting events. Here, I'll tweet it right now. Here, yeah, here, here he is. So Rainbow kidnapping? Man. Yeah, dude is a sight. So the guys doing.
5: Yeah,
3: you think? Like, I don't want to be anywhere near this guy. Like, it's just uh, it's, it's... I think it he blew up an animal testing
1: thing. hospital or something, too. Really? Wow. Well, like you said, there's a lot of stewards out there, right? It's like it's yeah, not your it's fault sure Tony is. Stewart, the NASCAR driver, purposely ran someone over.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, Gabe. I know. Yeah, every... It doesn't help when you want to get around, too. Wow. This guy. What a th- this guy, wow, he tried to become a Hollywood actor, too. This is, what a story. Yeah, so you're saying, because you're a few years older than me, this guy was everywhere, you're saying. Like, every major sporting event, he'd show up. John yeah, 3, no, 16, uh, yeah, yeah. Do all, yeah, yeah. It's just
1: crazy. No, he was at the Super Bowl. I remember the Ram Steelers Super Bowl, the famous one at the Rose Bowl. He was in the end zone at Pasadena. Um, Augusta, he was there. WrestleMania, he was there. Like, uh, boxing. Like, basically all yeah, major everyone. sporting events. Um. Except, like, people it got old and people started yeah. to realize he's crazy. Like, at first, it was like, hey, it's funny. There's a guy with yeah, a rainbow, rainbow man. wig. Yeah. Yeah, rainbow man. But nah, and then it was like, now nah, rainbow man's kind of deranged. And- yeah, like,
3: we can't be in- encouraging him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's it's actually Uh, crazy.
1: Some people are are saying they do it, so I'm surprised we have 156 votes already. Would you be the dude in a sports mascot costume for 50k a year? That's the average salary of a pro mascot. 65% say hell yeah, 35% say no way.
3: I'm gonna be
1: honest with you. Like it
3: sounds, the more I'm thinking about it, though, think about it. It'll be easy sometimes because sometimes you're on fire and stuff, but it kind of like. You got to think about a game like you got to be on all the time. There doesn't matter what's going on, like like the mascot, the commitments. It's not as easy as you think. Like it's one of those things that you think, oh god, a mascot, sure it's easy, but really when you have to do the commitments and everything else for that for that amount, it maybe it's not as easy as people think. I, I don't know what your take is on that, but you know what I mean. Like and you got to no. be on fire all the time. Pitchers are no, not pitchers an easy, it's not guy, an easy job right. at all.
1: No, I think those, it's those cost those adventures. costumes are heavy. Oh, yeah, and sweating a
3: lot. Oh yeah, Those Sweat. costumes are hot as the, hell, man. The heat. Yeah, the heat. I remember Clam Chowder when he took off that. Remember when he took off the yeah. costume in your it's place? Like he was
1: drenched. It's yeah. not pretty. And he
3: wasn't even working it. He wasn't even working it that day. Like, we've seen him, like, you work it in the summer? That's the thing. They're not going to go, okay, because we love you. We're going to give you the air-conditioned model or this, uh, this head that you're going to put on. Yeah, we got one that's a little bit lighter for you. Like, you wear what you got. Like, that's the costume. And you're, you're you're going bonkers in it, right, Gabe? Like it's hot. Yeah, you you bring a good point. Like even even the Denver Nuggets lion, like that one's kind of like some and some costumes. I I think some costumes are harder than others. Like in Carlton's in Carlton the Bears defense, that head that he puts on weighs a lot. It's a huge bear head, right? So he puts that thing on. Like I've looked at it like up close. I'm like that's a like his outfit is really heavy in comparison to some other guys. Like. The Atlanta Hawk guy didn't look like he was like had the same type of uh, weight to his outfit, right? Gabe he was just kind of like you know he had a no, the Atlanta Hawk guy's cruising around beat. on a
1: motorcycle.
3: Yeah, exactly. He, he can, you can you can ride a motorcycle. Carlton the Bear couldn't ride a motorcycle.
1: Nah, Gritty, that gritty couldn't ride
3: a motorcycle.
1: Gritty, gritty no was is. Uh, you can tell that uh, Gritty. That that's 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 a heavy outfit he's got. Where yes, that's, that's not you know, easy. big time. No,
3: no way. And those skates—he's got those trick big skates. He's got yeah. Like his, Gritty's outfit is man—it's it's a lot of weight. Well, it's we know clam
1: chowder wants would be a mascot for free. Uh, oh yeah. So Clamp uh, all sp- day. speaking of clam chowder, clam chowder is looking for uh, support. <laughs> he's looking for support to get to the Great Cup. What do Edmonton? we have to do? Um, Do we
3: have to, uh, uh donations he, or, uh, yeah, I think
1: he wants us to start like a GoFundMe account or something. So, oh, okay, uh, I was figuring, I was figuring you were going to tell him he could sell the ring you gave him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I did give it to him too, but I, I'm unfortunately, Gabe, that only starts his GoFundMe at 20 bucks.
1: Thing is, like number one, it's like why do you want to go to Edmonton? And number two, it's like it's not cheap to go to Edmonton crab chowder. It's not like no, it's just four hundred no. bucks or something, you know?
3: I know. It's it's a lot. And when and, and is he Coming... looking
1: for like is he looking for like the whole hotel? What, what about experience? Lo- yeah, that's the thing. Like what about like, looking? Yeah, are you looking just to get to the Great Cup or are you looking for like a hotel and Great Cup Week like like I wouldn't mind going to Great Cup week, but it's gonna be pretty expensive. It sounds very expensive. Very expensive,
3: and getting Sounds a hotel. Like... I hate to say it for Great Cup Week, and you know the way it works, Gabe. I used to go to because I used to go to Edmonton, right, when I lived up north. That was the closest major city, so they had a Great Cup there. We did the whole thing. You know how much hotels are going for for Great Cup weekend? That's that's their only. Uh, that that's the only time the hotel teams get to fleece people during that week, right? Like you know what I mean? Hey, here's the game. You know, you're coming in from out of town. You're coming in. Boom, boom, boom. They're gonna make the prices crazy. Like, you can't get a dirt motel for, like, anything under probably a couple hundred bucks, I'm thinking. No, I'm not probably agree? thinking,
1: three, yeah, probably like $400, at
3: Yeah, I'm thinking not, a real a real crappy one for, like, 250 maybe. Like, And that's for, not like, to the mention, bottom of the barrel.
1: Not to mention it's cold as hell there.
3: No, so yeah, it's not oh, like yeah. you can that just sense. say,
1: well, I'll, I'll rough it.
3: Yeah, you can't sleep on the streets. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you'd we'll, have to we'll, give
1: them uh, lodging. We'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get through it. Although, I guess he could stay with Mick Ossie, actually. Yeah, yeah, you could. Perfect. Good call. Or, uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of billets in there. They have those people. You come into
3: town for something, <laughs> they let you stay at their place, right? <laughs> you did you ever do the old billets for hockey, Marenzi? Yeah, you, you must have done it a few times, right? I did too. I stayed with a family in uh, in Michigan. Yeah, we we did a couple tournaments there. Yeah, we did uh, one one in one one family in Ohio, and uh, we went to Michigan twice. So yeah, the billet billet system's nice. It's great. They take you to Showbiz Pizza Place and uh, all sort. That's where I met Rod Carew. When I was with my billet family, I was just sitting there <laughs> at Shobis Pizza Place, and Rod Carew was there. I was like, "Wow, Rod Carew,
1: man, that guy's awesome." Yeah, most people would think it's strange, but it's like a hockey thing. Uh, it's like a Canadian hockey thing. Yeah, when they're a kid, they just take you, you transfer, like it's uh, you yeah, transfer, you, 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 go, you go, go to somewhere you else, you go yeah. to
3: strangers' houses, like and they come to your house, right? That's yeah. you have like a tournament, and they yeah, we had the kid from Michigan at our place too. It was it was, it was it was a lot of fun. You're right, though. In today's world, I don't think billeting would be as cool as it was back then. Like, there'd be a lot more uh, checkpoints, I'd have to believe. Well, yeah.
1: That. No, it's, it's different now, exactly. But yeah. to but be honest, then, though, you could... those poor kids that uh, that passed away on that hockey team last year. With, Humboldt, uh, yeah. Yeah, Humboldt County. Those kids, most of them were staying in Billet's families and stuff. Like uh, There was only a few kids who were actually from that town. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of them weren't from that town, so they were staying with, like, other people that they didn't know. And that's another thing, too, with, like, junior players. So, like, you would figure, I got to be honest, too, Cam. Like, yeah, it's just the sort of way I am. But if I was, like, 18 years old and I'm on the Guelph Storm and I already signed a pro deal. So, these kids have already signed their pro contract, right? But they're not ready for the NHL yet. So, Mm -hmm. they've already got money. Right, they're, they don't have a mega deal, you know. The entry deal, the NHL is not like the NBA or anything like that. But they're getting, you know, some of these kids cam that are playing in the junior league have like one point seven million or eight hundred fifty thousand, you know, signing yep. bonuses and stuff. If I got that money, I'd probably, you know, want to get my own place as opposed to live, you know, live with the the family, the stranger, but. That's the deal. Like even like you know, junior hockey players, they're all living with billet families. They're not living in their own apartments and stuff like that. They're living with billet well, families that the coaches they trust. Make right? enough, Gabe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, like they're not making enough. Like even
3: for like uh, you know, like for example, you brought well, up that's like, the, the Wellstorm And the Rangers, good, they, they yeah. They only get a weekly allowance too. Like this is what they get. Like I talked to a guy doing it. It's a couple hundred bucks to carry like your equipment, tape, sticks, and all that other stuff. But it's not enough where you could actually go. Wow, I could stay at a hotel or anything like that. You'd need. And it would cause cause friction too.
1: It would cause friction too if the one or two kids that were the stars were like. I'm yeah. not staying there. I'm staying in the condo, right? Like, exactly. They, the yeah, it, would be, it would cause issues hot, right away. They,
3: they got a hot tub. They got chicks over. The Billet family, it's like, are you coming up for dinner? Okay. Eat your Brussels sprouts. No problem, Mrs. Smith. Like, you know well, what that's I mean? The, thing. Yeah, like right. the Billet family, family snitches you out to the coach, though.
1: The Billet family snitches you out to the coach. Like It's like, like Grandma point. Smith's been there forever. So, yeah. you know, Kill Ray's like, yeah, what's uh, what's Sydney really up to on you know, the weekends? Well, you know he's, he's drinking a lot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they know everything.
3: Yeah, we found we found some booze bottles there. he he hit a Smirnoff uh, bottle in the closet. Yeah, you're right. The, the, you know they would stitch you ever so
1: fast.
3: <laughs> oh
0: man!
1: Right, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Yeah. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. time decisions ready rage radio fantasy sports radio network i am gable frenzy alongside cam stewart <laughs> blowing up here
3: yeah i don't know what's going on that intro's
1: loud
0: <laughs>
1: so a uh, dana white uh dana white is starting to um uh, Dana White's starting to chill out a little bit as far as uh, Khabib is concerned, as expected. You know, Dana, Dana is. I expected that too. Yeah, exactly. Dana's always you, you, like overreacts and then chills. Yeah, right that's after, the thing. Right? Kind of like
3: a hothead, right? He may get gets crazy uh, right right after the fact, and then you know, when things when the dust settles a little bit, it's like really like withholding a purse. And come on, get 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 Yeah, back. but he he's for, not for the all one the stuff that, that Connor did.
1: Yeah, he's not the one that withheld the purse. So it's an the State Athletic Commission yeah. kid. So Dana White tells TMZ that uh, Khabib will not be stripped of his belt or anything like yeah, that. that's another – said. Thing, like, come on. Yeah, and he goes, he obviously, he absolutely is going to keep his title. He goes, but he'll no doubt get suspended. I think he'll get suspended for four to six months. That's what Dana White says. And, of course, yesterday they suspended him for 10 days. So, you know, the initial reaction, that was they said, all right, we're going to investigate more. But as of right now, Conor McGregor and Khabib are suspended for 10 days, which was kind of ridiculous, just sort of token. 10 kids. days? Yeah, nobody's <laughs> fighting in the next 10 days, all right? So it was kind of ridiculous. Um, he goes, listen, they took his whole purse right now, and they were actually talking about keeping his purse. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't think they'll be able to keep his whole purse, but I think they're going to take like $250,000 from him. Now, he made $2 million, Khabib. Um, now, this is where Dana White, though, gets sort of hypocritical again, which is, you know, often. All right. Um uh, because I don't think there's too many people who don't understand why he did it, but he shouldn't have done it. He's the world champion. He just beat Conor in front of the entire world. Stand up, get the belt around to wrap you. You won. You won already. The guy who's yelling at you means nothing. That guy means nothing. So, I get it. So, you know, I mean, that's what he said after. He goes, you know, he should have been a good sport and just sort of celebrated the win and helped Conor up and shook his hand. Except Dana White, I don't remember Dana White saying that Ronda Rousey should be a good sport when she wouldn't help Misha Tate up or shake Misha Tate's head. Conor McGregor wasn't a good sport to Jose Aldo, but he didn't have a problem with it. It's just, it's amazing. Like, it's just because Conor, it was the same way with Ronda... And it's just, it's too blatant, though. Like he has Dana his favorites. Just, yeah, but you know? it's over the top, right? Where yep. he gets upset. He lets them do anything. Like, look, you're going to get mad at Khabib for doing this, yet you stood there smiling the day before when Conor called him a terrorist and stuff. Yes, exactly. Right? When he great went through point. all that 9-11 great, great stuff. Great point. Uh, like, Dana yeah, just and, stood and there he, smiling. Dana, Dana yeah. also, Cam, Dana also used... That promotional, vi- in the promo video to yes, the fight. Yes, I, I saw it. Connor throwing it. the dolly in all this. Where you could be charged as a promotional video. That's nuts. Now, people asked him, they said to him, hypocritically, they said to him, you know, you said you were very upset by this, and this was a black eye, yet you used it in the promo. Yes. And Khabib even said the same thing. He goes, look, David used it in the promo. This is how much they, they love this guy. And Dana White said, we used it in the promo because it happened because it's real. And he said it is what it is. It's organic and we don't we don't hide the truth. Yeah. So this was just real. Right? It was only because it wasn't Connor. Like I said, if Connor had won, he could have done anything he wanted and Dana White wouldn't say a damn word about it and we all know that to be yep. true.
4: Yep. I
3: agree with you 100%, Marenzi. It's uh hey, different strokes for different uh folks. It's hypocrisy and that. Uh, no, and that's the thing like Look at the things that were said before the fight. Like we're not talking about I'm going to kick your ass or you know, attacks on family, person, religion, terror, like threat, like you know what I mean. Like that's some pretty serious stuff. I know you're selling a fight, but imagine somebody saying that stuff about you, buddy. I'd be peaking. You'd be peaking. Like you, you don't you don't blame a man for flipping out because and Dana's sitting there chuckling and cracking jokes like it's all cool before a fight because you know, hey man, it's just the money machine. The more the more things that are said, the more money we're gonna make, and that's what it is. So yeah, it, 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 you you bring up great points about it. And there's always a double standard where that guy's concerned.
1: Now there is. Some people and, get off, some people don't. Now listen, worse things have happened in, in the state of Nevada. The Nevada State Athletic yeah. Commission—they don't care about this stuff. You know they really don't. You know this this is the same this is the same athletic commission that uh, allowed Floyd Mayweather to fight when he was going to jail. Like, that's, that's all you need to know about yep. Las Vegas, all right? That Floyd Mayweather was sentenced to go to jail. He was found guilty. He was going to jail. And they basically said, listen, you'll go to jail after the fight. You can go to jail, like, two days after the fight. Because the judge even admitted. She goes, you know, I don't like this, but... She goes, you fighting brings, like, $119 million to this city. So... You're going to fight, and then you're going to go to jail after the fight in the next morning or whatever. Most most judges and most people would be like, I don't care what you're doing about the fight. The fight will have to wait. You're going to jail right now, right? But no, no, that's like they, you know, they, and, and this is no big deal. You're, he's going to get fined. I, he'll probably get fined like 100000 maybe maybe 150000 The Nevada State Athletic Commission will come out with their hands out, and uh, he'll pay the fine, but... Khabib's already rich, and he beat the crap out of Conor. So I really don't think he cares about the couple hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> exactly. And Conor, still gonna
3: if his purse is two, you want you you want to take 200, 250? Okay, I'm still good with the uh, one point seven five or one point, you know, eight, whatever the hell it is. He's gonna be sitting there going, "That's a nice chunk of change."
1: Yeah, and Conor, um, Conor wants a rematch, and Khabib responded last night or earlier today. I guess it was late yeah. last night. And basically said no.
3: Yeah. Like, you know, he basically
1: guy? Yeah, he basically said uh, it's been settled. You know, he said I it, it was, yeah. he was actually he, it was very demeaning. He he said uh you know, it was in broken English, but he said, I feel sorry for you now. He goes, I know you're a broken man. I feel sorry for you, but you're done and he goes, October sixth was already happened. Like he's basically saying the fight already yep. happened, you know. He said October, so, I, yeah. He said I told you everything I need to tell you on October sixth, and uh, he basically said, you know, that's not. That. <laughs> so I think that he said I feel I feel sorry for you. So, and um, I think he wants to fight now. He'll move on. He'll fight Tony Ferguson. You know, yes. him beating Conor McGregor again doesn't do anything for Khabib's legacy. Tony Ferguson's a badass, and we talked about it. It's better for Conor, anyways. Not even like Conor, but it's better for Conor, anyways to go and beat somebody else, or at least try to beat somebody else uh, right now. Now, I'm looking at Middle Easy uh, right now. It's a website, Middle Easy. They have a Sunday morning rumor mill. And, uh, you know, every time there's like a pay-per-view, the next day they have the fallout type thing. And they are incredibly accurate. Normally I'm not into rumor mills and stuff like this, but Middle Easy, this dude is definitely very, very connected, and somebody's leaking stuff to him all the time. So uh, he says, um, word is UFC is 100% focused on a Conor versus Khabib rematch. Rumors are April or July are target dates. Uh, with the McGregor loss, the UFC is kind of uh, uh, boxed in matchup-wise. Nate Diaz or GSP are still possible for, for, uh, for Conor if, if the rematch can't be made. Which actually does make sense as well. And I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Like I said, you can't... You can't have him fight Khabib again because he'll lose again. And I'm saying this to protect him. He'll lose again. And then he loses a lot of the brand name. You know, like you need to. It's not just
3: that, Gabe. He loses his cachet and the money that you got for those other fights because of his big name. It's lesson for everybody. Even Dana knows that, right? It's almost like strike while the iron's hot. And you brought up a great point when we were talking about it the other day. You keep on losing. That changes everything. You're not going to get the, those purses for those fights anymore. Fans aren't going to be interested. Going what? We're going to watch Conor lose uh, again in this situation. It makes no. It makes no sense. You have to go down a different path and figure out something else to keep people excited about it and 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 to get to get the monies that you want to get. Right? If he had, goes through these fights and loses, what's the point?
1: Yeah, it seems it seems like he can do no wrong with the fans. So I think he's got another couple of bullets left in the gun yeah. uh, to use. Yeah. Um, all right. To the surprise of many, rumors are John Jones to the UFC is in a stumbling block. Rumors: at the heart of the issue is the UFC expects bones back soon. Early rumors point to Khabib getting nothing more than a slap on the wrist uh, from um, from the Nevada State Athletic Commission. All right, they don't have too much here. Khabib's father says he forgives Conor McGregor for all the smack talk leading into the fight. Um, Jose Aldo, this is interesting. Jose Aldo wants to fight Conor McGregor again. Now, you remember Conor McGregor beat Jose Aldo in 13 seconds, right? And yep. uh, this, this, this is what I'm talking about. Like, Conor is a bigger guy than Jose Aldo is. So this is his opportunity, you know, to win again. And Jose Aldo is respected, so it's, it's, it'll help. He's just got to stay away from Khabib. Uh, for a little while, that, that's <laughs> a lot what of this comes do down game. to.
3: Yeah, <laughs> guy's a killer. Like, you don't want to. You put that guy down. Just what he, the things he does alone with his legs, like the, the double leg lock at the bottom. Like his, his his ground game is something of. And you talked about GSP, one of GSP, one of the best of all time. There, and hell, you watch more MMA than almost anybody I know. I'm gonna tell you, it, it's crazy. Like what what you watch with that guy is he puts you in grips and holds that you're dead. Like you're simply dead, and he always finds a way to get you down too. He's just—I don't understand how somebody like he can perfect their craft like that. It's stunning to watch, just the yeah, way the, the way he just goes about his business. It's so methodical. He's like you said—you said it the best, like a snake, like a python, like or like a snake that attacks you and then squeezes you to death. Bye bye. You can't get out once he's got you in your grasp. You're done.
1: Yeah. 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 Um... Hear the All story, right. so Chief
3: the, Wahoo. It's uh, it's over for uh, seventy-one year uh, years of uh, Cleveland Indians logo, Chief Wahoo. It's over. No more, no more Chief Wahoo on the Indians uh, uniform. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, but he seasons over. That was coming. But they, I think the Redskins is more of a problem. Than the Indians, he's gonna, to he's gonna
1: live. He's gonna live forever though, because people already have the gear. People have been stockpiling yeah. the gear.
3: Yeah, that's true um what do you think the new i wonder what the new logo is going to be like what's it going to look like there's going to be a c that's it just a c no no other pitcher like i'm saying you could have like a respectable pitcher like i was just trying to think of like the college team seminoles ones that still have native backgrounds in the name if you could do it in a, in a way where it's not just a guy with a smile with crazy eyes and smiling teeth like that you know what i mean but I don't know, Dad. You, to your point, the C probably makes the most sense because it's totally not offensive. It's a C. It's
1: nothing there's else. There's actually there's actually a website here of um, Save Chief Wahoo, and they're showing the different the different Chief Wahoos that they've had over the years, and they're all freaking terrible. Like it's just yeah, it's. I, you uh, know, this, this, this one's had to go. The Redskins should go too, personally. I've, I've, I've said this for years. I've always thought that the Redskins, uh, I never understood how they well, get away with that.
3: That's, that's the thing. And we talk about college. like the Blackhawk, Black the Blackhawk
1: logo is different. Like the Blackhawk logo is regal. It's, it's respectable. Yeah.
3: I agree. It's, it looks like the regal. Redskins it's just nice. very nice. And
1: this, this chief, chief Wahoos, you can't say it's respectable. I mean, growing up as a well, kid, you don't really realize how offensive it is, but it is offensive. No,
3: you don't. It is totally. Yeah, as a kid, you don't you don't think about those things. But what about in college? All the schools that were asked to do it, they've done it. Arkansas State Indians, Red Wolves. Like you know what I mean? And that wasn't even. Yeah, as life goes on. It's not as the end the of the red, world, as, exactly. As, as the Redskins, right? So this is the thing. These these schools were asked to do it. They probably didn't want to do it. It's like, okay, we've been this way for for a while, but they did it. And theirs was not even close, Gabe, when you look at it on the offense meter to the Redskins, that name. Right? Indians can in comparison well, to Redskins. It's totally it's, it's Redskins.
1: Well, at least b- is way baseball derogatory. At least baseball, you know, baseball is a little bit more proactive actually than, than football is. Football yeah. like gets into an argument about it. Like football, Goodell looks at it like a sign of weakness if he's gonna change the name. Like he's he's not he's not going to change his name. They're not. Like, Daniel Snyder's not. Goodell doesn't want to. He thinks that it's going to open things up to, I don't know, you know, that a bunch of lesbians are going to take over his, his league or something like that. I think he's, <laughs> yeah, like, he's basically, you know, they're so, they're like, no, 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 yeah. we, we can't relent no. on this. We, no, we can't relent it, Gabe, on this. The world has gone Chief, too politically,
3: correct, but this is a no-brainer. The Redskins, the Chief Wahoo, even me, yeah. I I was wrong in my take a couple years. Like, I was wrong. Like, I was... I thought about it all... And then when you really think about it, it is. is. Like, it's totally... It's offensive. And it's, like, the term Redskins...
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying that every one of them... Like, the Chiefs... The Chiefs isn't offensive. No? You know, like, nobody's complaining about the Chiefs. Like, nobody gets pissed off. Ah, that's offensive. Like, the Blackhawks, you never hear any complaints. You don't really hear any... The Braves people don't complain about, but... No, people, they're not a fan of the tomahawk chop. Chop. Yeah. Yeah, you got 58,000 white people going, oh, like it's. Then how come, okay, then how come at Florida State, Gabe, the, the
3: white-looking Indian guy rides in on a horse and puts a burning spear in the middle of the logo?
1: Because, because is, they is paid the off same the, the Seminole tribe. Uh, That's I think right. a casino, yeah, like.
3: <laughs> the answer's money right <laughs> Money. Yeah, where yeah. are the casino monies
1: <laughs> like i've always and wondered about said, that like the Seminole, because it's a student but yeah they always have a student still, does it but you're thinking what you guys he, can't find a real Seminole native guy to do this yeah that's what
3: i'm saying he's a white student who rides in on a horse and puts
1: a flaming spear through the logo okay well i want to see a black guy <laughs> as the west virginia guy yeah yeah well, that's, like they have like uh exactly. like you know like the musket guy like you only hits always yeah, yeah. White oh yeah musket 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 man as play <laughs> that would be that
3: would be wicked I'd love that, yeah, that that'd, that'd be great remember would, musket man though what was me. the story what was the story we read about musket man he actually took the gun and like shot a bear or something like that, like hey dude, it's a
1: prop for a football game, the guy's ever hey, yeah you went I'm he went hunting he went hunting with it yeah the guy went hunting as musket man. Yeah, but they take it, the, at least they take it seriously and they revoked his yeah. privileges. He lost the job. Well, they
3: revoked their privileges. He That's insane. Like, not just I just can't believe they're giving these people stuff. a real
1: gun. That's uh,
3: another question for another neighbor. <laughs> Great point. You're like, giving you this giving, guy a loaded gun. Yeah, what are you giving these Virginia guns Virginia for? <laughs> I
1: yeah, I oh it does, doesn't make a hell of a whole lot of sense to me. Really.
3: Uh, no, it doesn't make uh, any sense. Uh,
1: all right, so they've added. <laughs> uh, uh, looks nice like scene. Daniel Lewis and uh, Daniel Cormier. D.C. will Cormier. fight uh, Lewis. Uh, Is that in your actually, backyard? Yeah, it'll be at uh, Madison Square yeah. Her- Garden. Nice. Yeah, uh, you know what? The card was pretty weak, so they needed to add something to it. So it's uh it's uh, it's, a, it's a start. It, it's a start uh, for that card. So, uh, you know, Cam, looking at the board tonight, I'm seeing right now online everybody look big man on campus said oh he can't get in front of app state right now everybody i see on twitter is taking app state in this game which makes me like arkansas state even more agreed lineup lock live coming up next we'll talk some nhl hockey a little major league baseball as well see if we put together a baseball lineup on the fly here